Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Inner Source Healing Podcast, the program about healing from toxic abuse. My name is Deborah Ashway. I'm a mental health therapist and a licensed clinical addiction specialist. I help people heal from dependency, codependency, trauma, and abuse. The healing process can uncover long-standing perceptions that may be holding you back from experiencing a more meaningful and fulfilling life. In my first episode, I wanted to explore the negative feelings that are common with people who have been in relationships with or have been around toxic people. First of all, what do I mean by toxic people? I mean anyone who lacks empathy. Anyone who feeds off of attention, admiration, power, or control. These people usually fall into what is unofficially categorized as the dark triad which are people with either personality disorders, such as narcissistic personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, um, histrionic, could be antisocial, there's a few more, or, or they could be sociopaths or even psychopaths. So there's a spectrum there of the amount of empathy, but once they get past a certain point, these are the people that need to feed their fragile sense of self or ego and do so usually through manipulative tactics, usually at the expense of others. They drain those of us who do have empathy because empathy is what they live off of. So if you're someone who has empathy and who has experienced being around anyone that might have the toxic tendencies, then you've likely been told that you are too sensitive or you're over-emotional or you take things the wrong way or any number of deflective statements that are designed to take the focus off of their negative behaviors and put it onto you, thereby making you think that you're the problem. So what are the negative feelings that end up being lodged in those of us with empathy? There's a variety of sensations that can be the manifestation of negative emotions. And the emotions that I'm talking about that underlie these physiological sensations are anxiety, depression, feelings of worthlessness, apathy, shame, um, any kind of emotion that's difficult or painful that we generally don't like. They can appear in the body as tightness, tension, emptiness, aches, a sense of hollowness, pressure, weakness, or a decrease of energy, or any other number of things um, that are also uncomfortable. And these feelings are painful. The emotions are painful. Sometimes the physiological sensations are painful. Nobody wants to feel these sensations, not to mention the underlying emotions. So these are the ones that we unconsciously try to avoid. Our brains work hard at keeping these feelings from our awareness because our brain is designed to protect us. The problem is sort of a vicious cycle because it also carries the feeling of being somewhat disconnected from our true selves. So that leads me to the disconnect. What is the disconnect? When there's a feeling of disconnection, 
that causes conflict in the body, mind, and soul. Human wholeness is unity of body, mind, and soul. So we feel incomplete and our bodies go into sort of a state of something that feels like urgency because it needs, it needs to be addressed. It needs attention and it thinks that it needs to begin self-repair. Trauma such as emotional abuse, rejection, verbal abuse, or anything that can deliver an impact to the psyche can fracture this unity because it carries a false sense of shame, which gets stored in the body and blocks us from our inner source of life, wisdom, love, and light. When we're born, we're free to love. In fact, we're designed to love and expect unconditional love, such as from our caregivers. In fact, it's a necessary part of development to receive this unconditional love for our very survival. Any action that counters this, such as a caregiver who may be unable to provide these fundamental needs for whatever reason, may be experienced consciously or subconsciously as betrayal, abandonment, judgment, rejection, or any of these, which is a traumatic impact to the sense of self. And this causes emotional chaos. So the brain works quickly to solve this problem, and in its attempt to stabilize your world, it concludes that the issue is internal rather than external. This gives the self the false sense that there is possibly a hope of some control over the situation. For example, cognitions start to form along the lines of, well, I'm the problem and cause this to happen because I'm too much or I'm too little or I'm unworthy or I'm defective in some way. If the problem resides from within, then there is a hope of repair and restoration. But these are faults and these false cognitions block you from your true self. Your true self is where your inner strength is, your inner wisdom, that light, that creativity and that beauty that resides within each of us. It is your core source of life and the essence of who you are. So being blocked from this is where the pain comes in. Your brain wants to protect you from this pain so it hides it away from your consciousness, often numbing you from it. But it gets stored in the body, usually along the vagus nerve, landing somewhere like the stomach, heart, or throat. And this is why people who have been in the presence of toxic behaviors who have been the targets of manipulation will often carry physiological sensations such as feelings of tightness in the chest, throat, neck, shoulders, or stomach, or aches and pains such as the head, or feelings of emptiness in the heart area, sometimes difficulty breathing, digestive issues, and so on. The survival part of the brain separates us from the pain of the emotional chaos. Remember, the brain's sole purpose is to keep the pain away, but the energy gets stored in the body. Now, the problem is that when we are blocked from the truest part of ourselves, which is the essence of who we are, we are also blocked from joy and love and connection. The inner part of ourselves, call it soul or spirit or simply who we are at our core, it doesn't really matter. It is the source of joy. It is our connection to experience love and connection with others. And when we're separated from this, the protective self will turn to other measures in order to help us feel alive and well. 
that turns to external sources to support the sense of self and tell it that it's okay. For example, our protective self might focus on things like money or obtaining material things as a false measure of being good enough or working and achieving to gain validation. And it might place a disproportionate value on perfecting appearance or being liked by others, any number of things. When the sense of self is wounded, the ego needs external validation in many forms because the connection to the inner self is disrupted. And I know this sounds a little bit like what we were talking about with toxic people, but remember the main difference is the empathy. So having empathy or not having empathy is what really makes a difference between how somebody goes about self-validation when the sense of self is fragile. So back to the negative feeling. Why and how does it turn up in the form of tightness, tension, aches, fatigue, shakiness, shortness of breath, or any other somatic symptom that may present? Well, if you think about it, energy is everything. When we're impacted by someone's negativity, whether it's in the form of words, attitude, or demeanor, we are receiving their negative energy. Our own bodies absorb it and react to it in different ways. Sometimes it activates difficult emotions such as fear, shame, rejection, and so on. And when emotions get activated, the body sends signals to indicate such emotions for survival purposes, which releases chemicals to alert the body like cortisol, epinephrine, adrenaline, even serotonin, which serotonin helps calm the body or other bodily reactions, these carry with them energy that was experienced and without dispelling it, the energy gets trapped and stored in the body. The healing work always comes from feeling the original discomfort or pain that is stored in that energy within the body. So the first thing you want to do is notice where the feelings are in your body. That's the first step. Pay attention to the location. Notice what it feels like and try to describe it with as much detail as possible. Our brains really can only describe things that are obtained through our five senses. So it helps to put sensory components to it, such as color, size, shape, texture, anything that helps your brain understand it a little bit more. Try to hold that pain even when you don't want to, even when it hurts. Something you can do is place your hands around the area where you feel it and imagine literally holding that pain in your hands or containing it with grace so that it can be felt and moved throughout your body and then eventually dispelled. Anyone that's been in a relationship with a toxic person, and by toxic person I mean anyone who falls under that dark triad of traits that I talked about, has been exposed to the negative energy that resides within them, causing pain and discomfort. And nobody can understand this unless they have experienced it for themselves. Other people might offer well-meaning but unhelpful advice, such as just break up or time heals all wounds. But the problem is they don't understand the magnitude of the disconnect. This dark energy separated you from your inner self and disconnected you from love and joy. And you may have been or still are wrapped up in something that is called love bombing or trauma bonding, which I will discuss more in another podcast. But basically, 
This is what's known as the cycle of abuse. It is the part that keeps you hooked and unable to leave. Toxic individuals usually start out with an explosion. They come on fierce and fast. They need you. They put you on a pedestal. They seem to love you and adore you more than anyone else ever has. But then things change after a while. And they definitely change after they have you hooked or after they feel like they have you hooked. When they feel safe with you, they start seeking their supply elsewhere. Not necessarily by cheating, but could be through cheating or it could be through channels that feed their need for attention, admiration, power, and control. There are many ways that they do this, and we'll explore those in other episodes as well. But as soon as they sense that they may be losing control over you, they change tactics, and they sometimes amp up whatever tactics they used in the beginning, such as the flattery or the gifts or the protests of love, or they might have a crisis requiring your help. They might try to use anger or threats to evoke fear, hoping to scare you into not leaving. I mean, it could be any number of things, and they know what your weaknesses are. And they know how to hook you. So these are what you look for because these are the points of pain. Look for these because this is what they're going to use. These sensations that you feel give you, they, they give you a clue to some of the things that are happening. And these sensations are literally your first step to increasing your awareness. Pay attention to your body. Pay attention to the sensations. Notice where they are. Try to describe them with as much detail as you can. And like I said, try to assign it, you know, energy is energy. It doesn't have color or sound or taste or touch or smell. So we try to assign something to it to give our brains something to work with. So play around with that. And notice when that comes up. Notice every time that comes up. You're going to feel it. Let that be your clue. Let that be your first clue in exploring those negative feelings that are common with people who are in or have been in relationships with toxic people. Sometimes you can be in a relationship with a toxic person and not even know it, but you might be having these symptoms and thinking that there's something wrong with you. So that's why in this first episode I wanted to explore the negative sensations because our bodies usually know before we do. Thank you for listening to the Inner Source Healing Podcast. Remember, it is important to love yourself. Love and appreciate yourself. And remember that your feelings matter. If you want more information or if you want to contact me, please visit my website at www. InnerSourceTherapy.com